Hello, this is Daniel Vale with Behind the Story. And I'm going to play this um, sound effect for y'all from YouTube for, um, for my segment called Timeline. Here goes. So, got that out the way. Timeline. What I want to talk about, by the way, in case y'all heard that in the background, that was my uncle asking me if I was recording my podcast. Some things I cannot prevent, but what I can do, say sorry about that and try to let him know next time that I'm recording. Hmm. And for people that would prefer the sound of Doc Brown's time machine, I found found something on that too. Okay, now that you got that. By the way, Doc Brown's Time Machine sound is my first choice, but I couldn't find it until now. So from now on, I'm going to try to look for that that sound every time I do um, Timeline. I'm going to continue to talk about... The bill to Starcade 1983, a flare for the gold. I would have to look. As a matter of fact, I will look at the other episodes that I did on on Launchpad.
it's loading, so it's going to take a while before I get the date and time of that. Because this was recorded on um, Anth on uh, Anchor.fm, they don't exactly have the uh, the I don't exactly have the date and time, but I can sure find it out. Which is exactly what I'm gonna do. Fortunately, um, I have the WWE Network app downloaded on Roku TV, so I can just go to it anytime I need to, to find out the last time I looked at something. All these episodes were done on, a am trying to remember now, oh yeah, Mid-Atlantic TV. No, I likely deleted it because I already saw it, so um, I don't see it yet, but <clears throat> thankfully I recorded it in the episode before this, or one of the episodes before this, so all I have to do is just look at all the episodes in 1983, starting with... Um, Starting in June, that would be the best, best option to go with. So it's actually, last time I recorded an episode about wrestling, or about a wrestling TV show, it was Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, and that was July 2nd and 9th, so I'd have to look at July 16th, 1983.
According to this, it was July, it was, excuse me, not July, June. June 9th and June 18th. Let me go back, though, make sure I'm not mistaken. Okay, looking the wrong way, it goes left. July 9th, the last thing I spoke about. So, I would be talking about July 16th. reason I pick 30 or f the reason I pick 48 minute plus episodes of wrestling shows like this is because I always try my best to go close as close to an hour as I can because of wanting to insert um, advertising slots First match was Bugsy McGraw versus Joel Duralton, I believe. Deaton, excuse me. First two um, spots, as they call them, Bugsy McGraw had a couple of great shots. When they got in the corner, that's when Joel really looked like he could be a big deal at one point. Because he gave a few shots with the right, and then a few elbows to the head, and then he went after the wheat. He went at. He started kicking at. Um, Bugsy McGraw's weakened knee. Bugsy McGraw was strong enough to reverse uh, uh, Irish whip. Comes back with a right hand, it looked like. Irish whip. Back body drop. Five left hand. Then he swung up and right. To the face. Usually when that would happen in those days would come the finish. Running splash. Two. Three. Huh. That was a great opening match. And it's going to sound like a, a broken record. So I won't mention what I'm thinking. 
best thing I can say about this is that whoever trained Dean or whatever his name is Joel, excuse me, Joel Deaton taught him well because he sold he sold exactly the right way both the way you deliver strikes and the way you take them I think this is uh, Jimmy Valiant talking and I think he was talking about people and their managers let's play this audio commercial break and out next is Oliver Humperdinck with the one man gang looked like he was a TV champion of the company uh, the opponent was John Bonello Let's see how Manello does against one man game. First smart thing he did was pull the escape maneuver. He couldn't try the second time because he was so close to the corner. Let's go after about the three count does uh, does one man game. We go back to the gradual method. Lock up and a knee into the gut. To John Manello goes one, one man game. Forearm to the back of the neck and shoulder area. Let's see what he goes for next. Picks him up. Body slam. Elbow close to the neck, if not uh, directly across the neck and shoulder area. And the shoulder area would have been the right side. Show a video. Show an up-close camera angle of Oliver Humperdinck. Then the 
camera angle goes back to the one-man gang holding up John Bonello, choking him and then throwing him down. Has words with the referee, then he turns back and he hits John Bonello with the forearm. Then he goes, he works with his head, almost looks like he's trying to hurt his neck to get him to submit. On a personal level, having neck problems myself and back problems. I don't know how this, um, because it's supposed to be entertainment, I don't know how this doesn't legitimately hurt them. He, he straightens out the head and neck to hit him with the forearm over the face. Elbow over the head. Forearm or a right hand across the back of the neck and shoulder. Right hand from Benello across the stomach. Another right hand and another. And another. Go for a run. Shoulder block. Actually, it was one man gang with the shoulder block. Turns him down. Then he catches John again. This time with a running power slam. Runs, goes for a um, splash, two, three. Running splash, gets him the three count. Next, th next Oliver Hubbardink, after they show the replay of the match, finish. That's a promo against, um, uh, let me see. It was... Jimmy Valiant and Bugsy McGrawley talks about. Funk Jr. is out next against uh, one of the World Tag Team Champions, it looks like, or the Man Atlantic Tag Team Champions, going against Mike Davis. 
Lock up. Puts Mike is put in the corner by Dory Funk Jr. Irish whip by Mike Davis. He cut Dory Funk Jr. comes back and he gets kicked with a couple of drop kicks by Mike. Reverses the Irish whip. This is a clothesline. Hit with a running crossbody by Mike. Kicks out at two. Rolls around. Sets into the corner. Gets advice from his um, manager, Paul Jones. Gets back up. Lock up. So, Irish whip. Into armbar by Mike Davis. Dory Funk Jr. is trying to find a way to get out of it or get up, and he gets picked up and put right back down by Mike Davis. Finally, rolls back to get up. Let's see. Mike tries to put it harder, no effect. Or at least not enough of an effect that'll slow him down. So he puts him in the corner. It's out of it a couple of uppercuts, then some right hands, right arm, forearms by Mike Davis after he puts him back in the corner. They get out of it and he goes for head scissors, connects it. Now, Dory Funk Jr. is trying to keep from getting pinned or possible submission. Rolls around. Let's see how he gets out of this. Um, for me, it's different um, escape. Usually, I'm used to people cradling out of it into a, a pinfall attempt, like a jackknife cover. But he just got out of it by slowly taking his head out instead of jumping. Then he puts him and a rear chin lock himself. So that is so. That's actually why I love looking at this because no longer. How many episodes it takes to get to the main topic. I like seeing this all these old videos to see how they used to do things. Gets thrown with an Irish whip after they get up. Soldier Block takes down Mike Davis, leapfrog by Mike Davis, hip tosses Rory Fung Jr. goes for another hit, scissors, this time looks the leg. Kicks out of it before there's even a count. Now they stand on opposite sides. It's actually a mistake by Mike Davis because he was standing right by the corner where Paul Jones is, and he could have could have gotten tripped for all he knew. But he was far enough to where he couldn't couldn't get tripped, so he stood far enough away from both. Dory Funk Jr. and Paul Jones where he couldn't get tricked by them. Lock up into headlock by Mike Davis thrown into the ropes by Dory Funk Jr. Get it? Then he gets hit by an elbow and he falls down. Gets picked up in an uppercut by Dory Funk Jr. Another uppercut. Locks him straight down. Let's see what it goes for here. Him up, body slam. 
goes for uh, arm bar, the right arm and shoulder. They get to the corner and Dory Funk Jr. has to break. Uppercut. When he gets him back up into the corner, then another one. Davis hits him with the right forearm or right hand. Stops him, puts him his knee into his gut after a couple of shots. Inside cradle by Dory Funk Jr. X leg. Left shoulder up by Mike Davis. Gets him down. One. Kick out again. Before two. He lets go after the second time that Mike Davis puts his shoulder up. Let's go and puts it into a front face lock. Has to break by the count of five. He breaks even though he goes for an uppercut. It's like I'm starting to realize when bad guys do that, it's like restarting the count in their mind. Sunset flip was how Mike Davis countered the Irish whip. Gets him down for a two count. Does Mike Davis. Dory Funk Jr. gets up, knee into the gut, then an uppercut, puts him back into the ropes, pulls him out of there, front face lock, he good, be going for, for a submission attempt, or he could be trying to set up for an egg breaker, but now he goes into the corner, let's go, uppercut, and a right hand by Mike Davis, another right hand by Mike Davis, it was more like a forearm right there. Snapmare take down by Dory Jr. and he misses an elbow. Okay, forearm misses and a right hand by Davis. After Dory missed the right hand of his own, and an elbow elbow into the gut of Mike Davis and Dory Funk Jr. threw threw him through the mill ropes on the outside. Paul Jones goes to throw him back in the ring. That I like to see. I think there was technical interference, so I think he was thrown out again and thrown back in the ring. Goes back into an arm bar, does uh, Dory Funk Jr. Pulls him down by the hair. He should have gotten an infraction for that. In fact, he did. Counted to Dory counted to five. He let go. Then he went back to the arm bar. Let's see what he does. Gets him into the corner. Should have gotten at least a warning right there. But when he went for the right hand, but no, he just got an Irish whip. Leapfrog is leapfrogged by Mike Dave. Um. No, yeah, they went a second leapfrog came. He didn't jump up high enough, so Dory Funk had a. Uh, he had knocked him down by mistake with his head, so he had to. 
change his direction with the spinning toehold, and he wins the match. Great action. Went to a commercial, comes back with, uh, I'm not sure who this is. Rufus R. Jones, okay. like Rufus R. Jones goes against Golden Boy Gray. Lock up. Start the match. By Golden Boy. Puts the headlock on Rufus R. Jones. Rufus gets out of it. Golden Boy's fussing about it to the referee Tommy Young, I believe. Then a Irish whip, no headlock, then an arm drag by Rufus R. Jones. 
see Irish whip goes for uh, the old fashioned uh, I don't well the boys going for a submission but I don't I don't know what it's called full Nelson going for the full Nelson and uh, Rufus dances to get out of it then he breaks it and I think he might have hit Golden Boy in the stomach with it because Golden Boy is almost sold in his stomach like he's a bait. The right hand, the Golden Boy gets him in the corner, swung up to go for a right hand, backs off after a warning from the referee. Let's him go. Fair advantage this time. Lock up in the in the ropes this time. Mike Day. Golden Boy breaks the rules. Couple of right hands, elbow, a couple of more right hands. Then two, looks like thrust, then a right hand by uh, Rufus, then a thumb to the eyes, possibly to uh, Golden Boy. He swings up with an elbow on Golden Boy next. Head into the turnbuckle. Forehead into the turnbuckle, that is. Another time. This time he turns around as Golden Boy. And he comes with a chop, Golden Boy's chest. Does Rufus R. Jones? Left hand after he blocked a kick from Golden Boy. Then an inverted hip toss covers him one, two. That was first cover of the night of the match. Side cradle by Rufus to kick out. I thought that was a two, but he's saying it's a one count. The referee. Gets kneed, I think, and kicked into a... Then, Golden Boy puts a full... Puts a front face lock on him, and then... Front face lock of his own into the ropes. Turned around by Golden Boy. Knee into the gut. I'm not sure what that's called. Then, an elbow over the neck. And knee into the gut, then a right hand, right hand. Three right hands, four, five... And a forearm into the gut, it looked like, by Rufus. Rufus is getting his second wind. Sorry, when I say that, I think of something funny. Show a crowd, and they show the back inside the ring. Rufus is chasing Golden Boy. He can't stop him from getting outside of the ring, and Rufus is stopped by the referee. Show the crowd again. Golden Boy gets back in there slowly because he knows how upset Rufus must be. Rufus hits him with a drop hold, going for a submission. Then Golden Boy gets him with a Almost like an inverted rear chin lock or a rear chin lock. That no effect, because the more he does it, the more he pulls back on the leg. Or foot is more like it. You know? I know we may not call that the ankle lock, but that could have been the original ankle lock. It almost looked like you're going for a, a crucifix pin, almost. Gets him into a two count. It's a perfect maneuver to break out of it. So he, he gets a clap for that. A few 
hits, then a cup, then a thrust and a right hand from Rufus. Two, three thrusts, then up toss. Shoulder block taken down by Rufus. Other one takes him down. Headbutt. Hooks the leg. Two, three. Wins the match. It was really popular. I think though, for some reason, that was a rewind, and then they skipped, and they skipped ahead to the replay. Okay, out next is Piper and Flair. Right now. Yeah, that, Bob. But you know something, Bob? 
I can't say enough, and I can't say too much about them because I don't care for them. That's what I'm talking about, that no-good door from Junior, Jason State Robert, and that stinking, walking, no-good Paul Jones. Now, there's going to be a place and a time because Rufus Jones is here to stay, and ain't no man going to stop me alive, and I'm coming for all three of them, brother. If you want a time, two times, I'll free a time. All right, man, that's it right here. All right, fans, at the Bell action right here with young Rick McCoy against the assassin, the assassin, the man. Hey, now you know it's Rick McCoy against one of the masked assassins. Uh, this might be, um, Jody Hamilton, or Joey Hamilton, but I think, I think it's Jody Hamilton. Going against Rick McCoy, or Rick McCoy, or whatever his name is. Rick McCord. And, uh, talk about that. Um, actually, no matter how good of a look Rick McCord has, I think I'm just going against one of the assassins most likely would make him, uh, they would probably make him lose in those days because of how over the assassins were. But I'll still look at it. Okay, so start off with a head with a um, lockup, and Rick McCord goes for a side headlock on the assassin. Picks him up, thrown down by the assassin. Lock up. Run back down by the assassin. Run shoulder block. Take down shoulder block. Instead of the assassin going down, is Rick Rick McCord. So the forearm over the neck goes assassin into the corner with three knees into the gut. Snapmare takedown. They throw, show the camera on the crowd. Run it. He rounds with the elbow drop onto Rick McCord. Picks him up, turns him around, body slam. I call it a body slam. I don't know what they really call it. Um, butterfly suplex goes assassin, or he does butterfly suplex to Rick McCourt. Knee drop comes next. 
right forearm by Rick, and another one, left, right, left, right, no effect, Rick picks him up, I mean, Sasson picks him up, and he hits him with a right forearm, knocks him down, or right hand, knocks him down, another right hand to Rick by the Assassin, right into the ropes, and he pulls him across the other ropes, Pull, let's go at the count of four, Knocks Rick to the mat. Causes Rick to flip him to flip. And goes for the knee lift. Does the assassin and a boot to the face a couple of times. Right hand. Couple of right hands into the the face. And a drop kick. Forearm, 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 forearm. Right hand into the gut. And he goes for. I actually forgot what they call it. Gut wrench suplex, maybe? So so he went for it, but he gets hit with one of his own by the assassin. Gorilla press slam. Delayed Gorilla press slam to, uh. Derek McCord by the assassin. Irish whip. Power slam. Hooks the leg. Two, three. Wins the match. Next match is Armand Hassan versus Gary Royal. I've been having fun doing this play-by-play -play thing, but I need to finish this soon. So, uh, whereas it would be nice to talk about this match, I just have to go... Okay, he obviously won this match, so Gary Hart is interviewed by Armand. Yes, yes, we can talk, Farrell. There's no problem. Yes, this is uh, Gary Hart. I don't know if Gary Hart. Gary Hart looks not that it matters, but it looks he looks like he could be well, Caucasian. Exactly uh, uh, well, he was in with Rick and Eric. No, I don't know, but he uh. That was the 
that was the end of the show. That was a good show. I didn't see that. That's on the uh, WWE Network. Okay, the next match is Dick Slater right, against Gary, Keith Gary. Larson. Keith Martin. this because I have to do something with my dogs to let them outside and I want to wait too late alright then I'll come back and finish this okay by the time the dogs come in I might lose the ability to record this so let's press play this man you see standing before me today two years later was born but not a son of the South, a son of the Sudan, a son of the Muslim race and the Muslim faith. He was not raised like most blacks. He was not taught the values of most blacks, nor are whites. There is not anyone more intelligent. There is not anyone more versed. The man speaks seven languages, and I'll have him to speak to you now, just so you know this ain't no Rufus or Jones or a old cookie. This is an original, a Muslim baby. Tell them what it's like. As I said before, it's nice to be in the area. I'm here for one purpose, and that is compete against the finance of professional wrestling. But in all of my life as a world traveler, I have never saw such a graceful man as Rufus R. Jones. Very uneducated. If the king heard him speak that type of English, he himself would turn over in his grave. When were you educated, Armand? I went to the Queen's College at Oxford University. I am a law student. I studied law. I speak five languages. Along with that, of course, the English language. But I want to say to all the people here, it would lower my dignity of of my integrity and ability and pride to stand before you and advocate a false canard. What I'm going to do is tell you the facts, and the fact of the matter is this. I'm with the great Gary Hart here. Along with him, we are going to do wonders, and we want every one of you to know this. You haven't heard the last of it yet. Let me just ask you one thing, Armand, before we go. To get everything straight, are the American blacks of value and of trust like yourself in the Muslim race? The American blacks are oppressed and degraded. They've been had. That's the bottom line. You got me, baby. And we're All right. Dick Slater versus Keith Larson is next. No question that Dick Slater won this match. Problem is, I don't think Dick Slater had a promo. I think it was uh, Corey Funk Jr. and Paul Jones. Got a promo next. Slash interview. Jr. Oh, we're having a great time tonight. The people love Dory and I 
cheering us all night. But I'd like to say a few things before I get to the icing on the cake. Ric Flair, this goes for you. Do not unpack your bags. Leave your bags back because you're not staying around very long. We've got together, and we're going to give you a farewell party. And I guarantee you another thing. Roddy Piper, a half a man. Let me tell you something, Piper, right now. You're hiding behind every rest. They had to... They had to... Little talk to you. As a matter of fact, you... I believe the word we use is buffer. They had to buffer a little bit with the speed. People, if you want to be a friend of Roddy Piper's, all you got to do is let him hide behind you. And Rufus R. Jones, let me tell you something. The piece of film that you saw about me in my contest, if that girl wouldn't have gotten my way, I would have knocked you out. And what my men did to you in the ring, you said, well, all we were trying to do was control him. We wasn't trying to hurt him. And he brought it on himself. Well, Rufus, if you want revenge, you come after Dory, you come after Jake, and you see what you're going to get. Had to buffer it a little bit again. Don't say that, people can hear you. Okay. Yes, it's bad it's for you. It's gonna be tougher than the biggest watermelon you ever ate in your life! The Slater, welcome back to Wait a minute, Paul, I gotta ask you one thing. What about the hundred thousand dollars? Why is Dory Funk not putting up the hundred thousand dollars anymore? We've got it, we've still got it. I tell you the honest truth, it's boring because nobody can beat this man. This man has challenged, everybody's challenged him, nobody can beat it. But the $100,000 is still there. We still got it. We're not coward. We're not closet with the money. Come in here, Dick Slater. Right, Dick Slater. Welcome back. I don't have a whole lot to say. If you got something concrete to ask me, you can go ahead and ask me. If you don't have anything concrete to ask me, don't ask me. Because I'll give you something concrete right now. The fact of the matter is, there ain't one person on the face of this earth, not one, that can scare Nick Slater. This would be a really, really all tape and it be a really it must be really really hard to um, to I'm not really sure what word to use but it keeps on buffering so it must be a really really old tape it must be really difficult to uh to find a good copy for it of it to play without interruption Just as I thought. It was closed because it was hard to, uh... It was hard to find... It was a, because how hard it is to, to get it to, um, stay... Because how hard it is to get the video to stay in one direction. Man. 
because of this, I have to close and reopen it. Okay. My mom did say, be careful when I do this, but yeah. the truth is that a lot of times people, I'm sorry I forgot about this, it's okay, it's okay. what you're hearing in the background. Um, so recently we've been having trouble getting his shots read. Not his shots, but his blood sugar tested. And um, that that's what she, that's what I was just doing when I said uh oh. Um He's got cancer, so he has blood. He gets um, sores more often than usual. As a matter of fact, this is the most I've ever seen him get get sores. So we're trying to find um, a finger that doesn't have a sore so they can take his blood sugar. And uh, the only reason I'm continuing to do this is because I'm trying to keep from... Uh, from having to redo this taping. Alright, so. Scream about cities about anybody. So I can redo it, but, uh. I can redo the test. The test strip and everything. For the, um. The problem is that we don't know if it's going to work. So if anybody out there believes in God, listening to this, please pray that we don't have trouble like this tomorrow. Daniel. Carol, I'm sorry, but it's just an accident. Okay. 
Well, it's just an accident. I'm sick, I don't know what to do. You can keep it out the snow. You see this? It'd be easy, it's hard. I'm gonna wait. Okay. So. Why don't you do that too much? I'm tired of it. All they gotta do is put their name on the dotted contract and I will get it arrested. If they beat me, well, they're a better man. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. You better do it in the right way. And you better put me down for a long time. Because if I get up, and when I get up, and what I'm capable of doing, well, then I will prevail. And I will conquer all evil battles that try to come my way. Now, I'm not going to mention any names, but I've got a whole bunch of them. And you know who that is. The National Wrestling Alliance gave me a little time off. Yeah. Well, they also made me in a very, very, very bad mood. And I am sick and tired of idiots trying to push me around. Dick, Dick, don't is this concrete or what? Yes, concrete. How concrete is that through them? All right, Paul. He, he just walks away. He's through. Well, I don't blame the man for being hot. You can't push him around. I got him reinstated. I'll do it again. Slater, you can do anything you want to do. I'll get you reinstated. And I want to say one other thing. Oh, I thank you, people, for standing behind Dory Buck and myself and Shane. Um, the next thing that I want to talk about, I don't really have to play the, uh, audio for it. I can just look at it. Yes, I can just look at it. Um, June 1st? No, June 7th, 2nd and 7th. No, 2nd, 9th, and 5th. 2nd and 9th. Um, you know what? I'll make this a two-parter. Thank you and goodbye.